Hey guys, this is Christopher Sean, aka Kazuriziono, and you are listening to Radio Dakar. Broadcasting across the galaxy, you're listening to Radio Dakar, a Star Wars podcast dedicated to Resistance, The Mandalorian, and more. All right, hello everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Radio Dakar. I'm your host, Doug Brooks, and this is a review of the DVD for Star Wars Resistance Season 1, the complete season. Uh, it is not a review of the uh, episodes themselves or the whole season. Um, I've done that before on previous episodes. Uh, I encourage you to check those out if you would like to get more details. This is about uh, the DVD release itself, um, how, the, how it's packaged and um, all that. Plus, there are some bonus features that I will get into, including some spoilery stuff, which was awesome and I did not expect. Um, so that said, um, again, it's you know every episode of season one for Resistance. If you've listened to the show, you know it's a it's a show that I love and that my uh, sons, especially my older one, little Han, have enjoyed. And they're all here for us to watch. You don't have to worry about keeping it on the DVR. I, I know it will be on Disney Plus at some point, but it's it's nice to have a physical copy. That way we can plug it in whenever. Um, it's, I don't want to get into it here, but, you know, there's always the debate about, oh, you know, if everything's available streaming, you know, why bother with buying physical media anymore? It's, I mean, there's no guarantee. I mean, look at Netflix and how often they change out their library sometimes. You know, there's no guarantee you're going to be able to access this later unless you bought it and it's in a cloud or somewhere. So it, it is nice to have a physical copy of the series. That way, if we want to watch it, we can. And I'll get into the Blu-ray versus DVD debate. Uh, because there is no Blu-ray release for this series as of yet. It's a standard DVD set. I know some people are not happy about that. Um, I mean, I would have liked to have had a Blu-ray. Uh, my Clone Wars set is all Blu-ray. I haven't bought Rebels yet. I need to. But, uh, you know, yeah, the Blu-ray looks great on the Clone Wars. Um, and I, I still need to buy the Lost Missions because I watch those on Netflix and they're gone. You know. Anyway, the DVD for Resistance is really good. Uh, picture quality wise, as I was watching, I, I watched four episodes because of the commentaries and I'll get into that. As I'm watching the episodes, the picture quality from the DVD played on my PlayStation onto a high def TV. It was outstanding. It was vibrant and bright. And I noticed things in the, in the background I hadn't before, um, uh, having, you know, only previously watched it on my phone or on Disney or Disney XD, the detail in the picture is really good on this DVD. So I don't think that the quality of the series has diminished just because it's on DVD. It would be nice if there's a Blu-ray at some point for the highest quality, um, but the DVDs are good. And I think it's worth the purchase. Um, it's, it's 20 bucks um, here in the United States. So, yeah, I... 
just based on that alone, I think it's worth it to get it if you want to have a physical copy and it is good picture quality. Um, like I say, just little details that I hadn't really seen before. And I do have some qualms with the packaging and I don't know who makes those decisions, but you know, it comes in one clamshell. Uh, it's got the, it's a four disc set and it's got the little flippy thing where there's one disc on each side and you pull it off. Um, so the episodes are divided up amongst the four discs. Um, there's not necessarily a bonus disc uh, that, that is kind of spread out. The, well, I'll get into the uh, bonus features because that's mo mostly the crux of this episode. Uh, there are four audio commentaries, uh, four episodes. It is Christopher Sean, um, Myrna Velasco, Scott Lawrence, and Josh Brenner. And it's just the four of them sitting together and watching uh, the episodes. Uh, they watch The High Tower, The Platform Classic, Bebo, and No Escape Part 2, the season finale. I don't know if it was planned this way, but because of where those episodes fall in the series, it's one commentary episode per disc. So it kind of works out, um, you know, because when I got it, all I wanted to do was watch the bonus feature. So, you know, I had to put in each disc and watch the one episode of the commentary and then the other stuff. So it's, it's divided out neatly. It's not like they're all on disc three or anything like that. Um, the one thing, the one complaint I have is that the packaging did not include um, liner notes or whatever you would call it. It doesn't have like an episode guide in there to tell you which which episode is on which disc and therefore which ones have the commentary. I actually had to go look it up to remember which ones they had said. And then, you know, kind of off the top of my head, I thought, well, I know Hightower's episode four, for example. So I, I'll start on disc one and go from there. So there's nothing in the packaging that tells you what's on each disc. Uh, that's kind of a nuisance. So just just so you know, if, if you haven't bought it already, and I encourage you to, like I say, it's a, it's a good quality disc. Better than I, th I expected. Um, it's one commentary per disc. And then uh, they also have the uh, Resistance Rewind, which was the little one to two minute uh, reviews they posted... It's been a while. I kind of forgot because um, the episodes aired on Sundays. It was either Monday or Tuesday when they put those online and you could watch them on YouTube or whatever, um, or on starwars.com. Uh, they are spread out as well. So for whatever episode you watch, that episode of resistance rewind is on that disc and they're all on one little subset of the chapter listing. So those are available. Also, all the shorts that they aired in between the two halves of the season are all on there. They are on disc four, which is, there's four discs. Uh, so they're all together. You can watch all the shorts together. And I reviewed those, I think on my mid-season review. They're a lot of fun. If you haven't seen those, if you never got around to looking them up on YouTube or whatever, um, or on the Disney um, Now app, I don't even know if I'm going to be using the Disney Now app after November when we get Disney Plus, but that's another story. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen the the shorts they did, they're really good. Uh, a lot of neat day-in-the-life stuff uh, for the show. Uh, for some fun character moments. Uh, please check those out. They're on Disc 4. 
Oh, getting back to the commentaries. So it's the four of them just sitting there watching the episodes. And uh, it kind of reminded me, some of the early seasons of Smallville, I have those seasons. Um, some of the cast members did they'd maybe one or two episodes a season where they would sit down and do that. So it's kind of that camaraderie. Um, and, you know, they celebrate when, you know, other people are on the... Um, well, in this case, where their voices are being done by those characters. Um, so, you know, it's a chance for them to reflect on um, the other people in the cast that they, they enjoy working with and all that. And they do fall into the trap of when the dialogue gets really good, they just all be quiet and listen. So there's no commentary for a moment. They're like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to be talking about it. That, that, that happens. Um, I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for commentary. That's one of the reasons I got, you know, into the DVD format in the first place. I thought, oh, these features, you don't, don't just watch the movie. Um, while I'm at it, I might as well, I've got time. I might as well talk about it. Um, it one of the worst DVD commentaries is Spaceballs because Mel Brooks, he goes quiet for a long time. And he's like, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I'm just enjoying watching it, you know. And so he's not really providing too much insight. Now, they do provide insight on this, uh, but yeah, there are points where they get quiet and they're like, oh, oh yeah, this was a serious scene and all that. Um, I will say, some of the best commentaries, um, uh, Conan the Barbarian has a great one because it's John Milius, the director, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger. And so, yeah, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger doing a commentary. And this, this is the scene where she hypnotizes me. Stuff like that. It is awesome. Uh, the one for Starship Troopers that Paul Verhoeven did was really good because he talks about like, you know, the, um, you know, the source material for the movie and all that, and, and his imitation of the bugs. Uh, I, I can't. I don't want to spoil it here. You've got to just watch it for yourself. Um, you know, regardless of what you think about him, um, Mel Gibson's commentary on Braveheart is excellent because you feel like you're just sitting there in the theater watching it with him, and he's just talking to you. And th that one was really good. And uh, the other one that, that I love is uh, Ocean's Eleven. And uh, it's Brad Pitt. And I remember it for Brad Pitt because he tries to like add some technical insight into the movie and it, he just fails. So, <laughs> and he kind of makes fun of himself. Uh, but the rest of it is, you know, the... Uh, just talking about how they how they did the movie and all that. It's really good. Oh yeah, Brad Pitt also does a really good one on um, Seven. So yeah. You know. Anyway, that's that's enough about commentaries. Um, but yeah, so uh, Christopher, Myrna, Josh, and Scott are doing these. And it was kind of cool because, I mean, obviously they did No Escape, and that's the the ensemble piece of them trying to, um, you know, get the Colossus off Castellan. By the way, it's, it's if you're listening to this, it's full spoilers for anything I might mention for the season because I hope you've seen it by now. Um, but the other ones, you know, they, I mean, they really chose arguably the four best episodes of the season. Um, you know, High Tower was the first one that had like a lot of first order action, and they talk about that, and the you know, Kaz being chased, almost falling. Um, so Christopher gets to talk about that, and then you know, uh, Platform Classic. Uh, is you know eager episode with Marcus, his brother. So Scott gets to provide a lot of insight there, and then Bebo is, you know, Josh gets to talk about Niku and his um, his relationship with Bebo in the episode. 
so they and then Myrna, you know, she's in all of them and, uh, you know, she has more to do in the, in the finale. So it, it's really good. You know, they're, they're great episodes that by themselves that they're talking about, but each of them focuses on the four people who are there. And, you know, then they tell stories. Um, actually what's, what's really cool. Uh, if you listen to my episode where I recapped meeting some of the star Wars resistance people at fanboy expo, <clears throat> at the panel, they told some personal stories, uh, like Mary, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn was there. She plays Freya and is the voice director. Um, some of the stories she told, they, they talk about in the, um, um, commentaries about her past work. So it's stuff I've heard before, but it, it, I'm glad they talked about various stuff on the DVDs, uh, commentaries that, you know, you'll get to hear for the first time. So that's, that's really cool. Uh, so the commentaries are worth it to uh, listen to those. Like I said, there's only four, so you don't have to. You can do it in less than two hours. But let's move on, and I'll end it with this. There is a featurette on Disc Four called "Path of Resistance," where it has. Um, it's mostly hosted by executive producer Justin Ridge, but you know it has the little um, snippets with a lot of the cast members talking about. Um, you know, how what, what was great about season one and, you know, they're excited about season two and how great it was to be on the show, you know, the, the usual stuff. And I will say also in the commentaries, uh, they're plugging season two a lot because, you know, they're like, hey, I'm glad you enjoyed season one. Let's watch season two, which is kind of standard for a, you know, season release. They, you know, it's to help get you interested to buy the next or to watch the next season. But what was amazing about Path of Resistance, so not just talking about the show Resistance, Justin gives basically a history of how we got there from the time of Return of the Jedi. And he uses footage and shots from basically any source material that has come out. And it's stuff, to, stuff I talked about way back in either like episode two or episode four of my show, like a year ago when I was trying to get you set up for resistance season one, he talks about, and they show uh, like clips from Gal uh, galaxy of adventures and um, from the battlefront game. And they show uh, from the shattered empire comic and bloodline, the book and the, before the awakening book and the Poe Dameron comic. It, he gives you the history of how we got from the fall of the empire to the rise of the uh, first order and the need for the resistance. So it's a great primer. If you need like a five minute summary and you want to, you know, you haven't read all this stuff or seen the other things besides just the movies and the shows, it was excellent. And uh, yeah, if you buy the disc, watch path of resistance for that. And that way you will get caught up on, you know, where these characters came from and why we're in, the galactic situation we, we are now. So kudos to Justin for giving that history of the sequel era up until now. Now I will end this and this is okay. It's spoilers for season two. If you don't want to hear it, you can cut the episode off right now. Thanks for listening. But they ended path of resistance by talking about season two about, you know, okay, we're off the planet now and you know, there's going to be, we get to go all these worlds uh, you know, they get to do all these new things and they show started showing some clips and pictures that resembled uh, what we just got on the 
season two trailer, which I talked about in my last episode. And, you know, I started to notice as I'm watching, I'm like, well, uh, there's this one shot where Kaz gets shocked by a droid and then it looks like they're in zero G and then uh, Tora has to grab him. I'm like, I don't remember that. Oh, they must be showing a couple extra new things. So that's really cool. And then uh, there's a shot of, it's on Castellan still, and there's wreckage of TIE fighters and there's a racing ring. And then a TIE fighter flies up from the ocean and, and goes into the Star Destroyer. So you would assume this is from the pilot for next season or the first episode of season two, where, you know, after the um, Colossus got away, you know, they're, the uh, first order is collecting what was left on uh, Castellan, getting their forces back together. And now they're going to go chase them. So, so it's like, oh, well, that's really cool. We got to see a clip of um, the aftermath on Castellan. And there's a few other things that go by really quick. But then they showed an, they showed one scene from season two, and it floored me. It is the Colossus arriving at Dakar. You got to watch this. They it's the aftermath. It's after the battle at the beginning of the Last Jedi. So they made it too late. Um. They get to Dakar, and I should have recognized it at first because it's you know the, the green planet with the asteroid ring around it, and there's you know tons of wreckage in space. You see fragments of X-wings and Tie fighters from the battle of Dakar that we saw in the movie, and that one part of the planet is still smoldering red from where um, Captain Kennedy's ship destroyed the base. And they're trying to get, uh, they're on the radio trying to get a hold of anybody with the resistance, and they're already gone because we know they escaped in The Last Jedi. So we know the Colossus and that crew finally makes it to Dakar at some point in the season, probably in the first half, but they're too late to um, help the resistance, so they've already left, so they still got to catch up to them. I, I can, I was so, I was so amazed that they snuck that in there. Um, yeah, so we, we know that much about season two that they, they finally make it to Dakar at some point, but they still got to find the resistance. So, wow. Yeah. Um, you got to see it for yourself. I don't know if they're going to release it, um, sneak it in on YouTube or anything before that episode airs, whenever that is. Um, but for right now, it's just on the DVD uh, in the path of resistance bonus feature. So check it out. Um, I will end it with that. Uh, that that's the disc. Um, like I say, um, if you would like to listen to my episode reviews, they are all on the Radio Dakar channel on every major podcast platform. Um, I've got a mid-season review and a season review that I did with Jonah Marie Macias. Uh, she was uh, nice enough to come on and talk to me about um, the, the season as a whole, and we made some predictions for season two, some of which kind of being bared out by the trailer and the scene that I saw. Um, so yeah, if you like, please check those out if you haven't already. Um, but you can find me on social media at Radio Dakar, uh, R-A-D-I-O-D-Q-A-R. And thanks for listening. Uh, again, um, I recommend the DVD. Uh, I got more bang for the buck than I expected, and that was really cool. It's not just the episodes. Um, but thanks for listening. Can't wait to start reviewing season two. Thank you everybody. And may the force be with you.